It is so good to be here with you this morning. We're going to finish out this morning our series on, on, on faith. And it's kind of fitting that we're going to finish this series out with real faith versus fake faith. Real faith versus fake faith. Let me read to you out of the book of uh, James chapter 2, and I'm reading to you out of the NLT. Starting in, verse, starting in verse 12. So whatever you say or whatever, let's start in verse 14 because that's what's on the screen. What good is it, dear brothers and sisters, if you say you have faith but don't show it by your actions? Can that kind of faith save anyone? Suppose you see a brother or sister who has no food or clothing, and you say goodbye and have a good day, stay warm, and eat well. But then you don't give that person any food or clothing what good does that do? So you see, faith by itself isn't enough. Unless it produces good deeds, it is dead and useless. Now someone may argue, some people have faith, others have good deeds. But I say, how can you show me your faith if you don't have good deeds, I will show you my faith by my good deeds. You say you have faith, for you believe that there is one God. Good for you. Even the demons believe this, and they tremble in terror. How foolish, can't you see that faith without good deeds is useless. Don't you remember that our ancestor Abraham was shown to be right with God by his actions when he offered his son Isaac on the altar? You see, his faith and his actions worked together. His actions made his faith complete. And so it happened just as the scriptures say, Abraham believed God and God counted him as righteous because of his faith. He was even called the friend of God. So you see, we are shown to be right with God by what we do, not by faith alone. Rahab the prostitute is another example. She was shown to be right with God by her actions when she hid those messengers and sent them safely away by a different road. Just as the body is dead without breath, so also faith is dead without works. Amen. Real faith versus fake faith. Now, our culture is literally overrun with fake products. Amen? You can get fake versions of just about anything at a cheaper price than the originals. Amen? 
Now, here's the thing. Most of the time, getting a fake version of something is really not a big problem. Amen? I mean, it's usually cheaper. And it can be pretty good. A fake version of a painting will still look good in your home. A fake Rolex will still look good and it'll keep good time. Fake jewelry will fool most people and look good on you. Fake football jerseys look good and you can get them cheap from China. Amen? It looks good. And I'm going to tell you, they're cheap if you get them from China. And the thing about it, they have the patches. Look at this. Right here. National champions. They got the logo. They even got the name on the back. Amen. They look good. And they got everything on them. But you can't survive spiritually with a fake faith. You can survive with a fake portrait in your house. You can survive with a fake jersey you wear to the ball game. You can survive with a fake Rolex. But I'm here to tell you this morning, you cannot survive spiritually with a fake faith. A fake faith will crumble during the storms of life. Real faith will not. Paul said over in the book of first of 2 Timothy chapter 1, verses 12 through 14, he writes these words. That is why I'm suffering here in prison, but I'm not ashamed of it, for I know the one in whom I trust, and I am sure that he is able to guard what I have entrusted to him until the day of his return. Hold on to the pattern of wholesome teaching you learned from me, a pattern shaped by the faith and love that you have in Christ Jesus through the power of the Holy Spirit who lives within us, carefully guard the precious truth that has been entrusted to you. Paul said in Romans chapter 8, verse 18, whatever we suffer now is nothing to be compared to the glory he will reveal to us later. The thing is, you won't get to the later with a fake faith. Amen. Over in the book of 2 Corinthians chapter 4, we see these verses in verses 8 and 9. We are pressed on every side by troubles, but we're not crushed. We're perplexed, but not driven to despair. We're hunted down, but not abandoned by God. We get knocked down, but we're not destroyed. Fake faith doesn't work here. You understand what I'm saying? Fake faith doesn't work when you're getting knocked down. Fake faith doesn't work when you're going through the struggles, the troubles, the difficulties, the tragedies of this life. Fake faith doesn't work when you're being 
perplexed into despair, amen, faith, faith, will, faith, faith will not work during these things. You know what will happen? Fake, fake, you won't get back up. With fake faith, you will quit. With fake faith, you will give up. So, let's break down this passage in James and see what real faith looks like as opposed to a fake or a counterfeit faith. So, as we break this down, I want you to ask yourself one question. Is my faith real? Is my faith real? I can't answer that for you. You can't answer that for me. But you know what? You can't answer that for yourself. Amen. Is my faith, is my faith real? Number one, I want you to look in James chapter 2, verse 14. And we're just going to break this passage down this morning. What good is it, dear brothers and sisters, if you say you have faith, but don't show it by your actions? Can that kind of faith save anyone? And here's my question. Can that kind of faith save you? Amen. Can that kind of faith save anyone? So number one is this, real faith is more than just words I say. Amen. Jesus says faith, real faith, is about what you do, not just what you say. Amen. Over in the book of Matthew, chapter 7 Verse 21, Jesus says this, Not everyone who calls out to me, Lord, Lord, will enter the kingdom of heaven. Only, everybody say only. Only those who actually do the will of my Father in heaven will enter. Amen. You see, real faith is more than just words. That you say. Talk is cheap. Amen. Listen, I could claim to be the greatest worship leader in the world. But once I started to sing, you would realize the truth. Amen. I can come out here on Sunday nights or Friday nights and play basketball and I can walk in the gym and I can strut and I can say, man, I'm the best basketball player that ever lived. But five minutes into the game when Nutter gives me that look, you know it was a lie. Amen? If you've ever seen that look, you'd know it. The same is true for faith. You can know and use all the right words, but if your actions don't line up with those words, it's just not real. Amen. 
Somebody needs to listen to me. You can know all the right words and you can say all the right words, but if your actions are not lining up with the words, your faith is not real. Amen. In fact, James said this in verse 22 of James chapter 1. You see, his faith, talking about Abraham's, and his actions work together. His actions made his faith complete. Ouch, Pastor. I wish I'd been like some of the rest of them and stayed home this morning. Amen. I'm glad you're here. Okay. So number one, real faith is more than just words you say. Okay. Number two, look in James chapter 2, verse 15 through 17. Suppose you see a brother or sister who's no food or clothing, and you say, goodbye, have a good day, stay warm, eat well, but then you don't give that person any food or clothing. What good does that, we're talking about faith, real faith and fake faith. What good does that do? You see, faith by itself isn't enough unless it produces good deeds. It is what? Dead and useless. So number two is this. Real faith is more than just an emotion that I feel. Amen? You know, you can, you can say, here, here's the truth. You can say you really care about people and you can say you want to help them and maybe that's true. Maybe you really do care. Maybe you really do want to help, but it's your actions, not your feelings or your words as of sympathy or concern that demonstrate real faith. Are you getting this? Let's go to Matthew. Chapter 25, Jesus might have said it best in, in Matthew chapter 25. For I was hungry, and you didn't feed me. I was thirsty, and you didn't give me a drink. I was a stranger, and you didn't invite me into your home. I was naked, and you didn't clothe me. I was sick and in prison, and you didn't visit me. Then they'll, then they'll reply, Lord, when did we see you hungry or thirsty or a stranger or naked or sick or in prison and not help you? And he will answer, I tell you the truth, when you refuse to help the least of these my brothers and sisters, you were refusing to help me. Now here's, here's the thing. Real faith is more than simply sharing platitude. Amen. Real faith is more than simply sharing a platitude. Real faith does something. Okay, number three. James chapter 2 verse 18 says this. Now, someone, now someone may argue, some people have faith, others have good deeds. 
But I say, how can you show me your faith if you don't have good deeds? I will show you my faith by my good deeds. So here's number three. Real faith is more than an idea I debate or argue with someone else. You see, real faith is more than just an intellectual game. It is more than a theology to be studied or a doctrine to be debated. Know this. You can know, now listen, y'all listen to me. You can know all about God and talk all the talk But if it is not impacting your life and changing the way you live and treat other people, then your faith is just not real. That's what James is saying here. You can know, you can debate all you want to, you can argue all you want to, you can be as intellectual in your theology and in your doctrine that you want to, I mean, you can, listen, you can have, you can have all the answers. You can know it all. You can be able to, listen, you can be able to quote the whole Bible. And I'm here to tell you this morning that real faith is more than an idea to debate or, or argue. Real faith changes things. It changes you. And you say, Pastor, I got to be honest with you, I got faith, but it has never changed me. Well, James says, that's not real faith. Because I'm here to tell you this morning, real faith changes you, real faith changes things, real faith changes your attitude, real faith changes the atmosphere around you, real faith shows up and shows out. Amen. Real faith shows up and it shows out. James says faith without works or faith without actions is what? Dead. Is dead. Okay? You can't see faith, okay? You can't see faith. In fact, Hebrews chapter 11 verse 1 says, faith shows the reality of what we hope for. It is the evidence of things we cannot see. You cannot see faith, but you can and will see its impact. Now, you need to get this. Someone... Someone as big as God can't come into your life without altogether changing it. Amen. You you understand that? It is impossible for someone as big as God to come into our life and our life not be radically changed. 
It's impossible. Look at, look at Nicodemus. When he met Jesus, what happened? His life was radically changed. Look at Matthew. When he met Jesus, what happened? His life was radically changed. Look at Peter. When he met Jesus, his life was radically changed. Look at the demoniac of Gadara. When he met Jesus, his life was radically changed. Look at the woman at the well. When she met Jesus, her life was radically changed. You cannot come into contact and enter into a relationship with someone as big as God without him altogether radically changing your life. Amen. Number four, James chapter 2, verse 19 and 20. I love you guys. I'm preaching to me. I'm not preaching to you. Amen. You're just a recipient of my message to myself. Amen. You say you have faith and you believe there's one God. Good for you. Even the demons believe this and they tremble in terror. How foolish can't you see that faith without good deeds is what? Useless. Now, number four is this. Real faith is more than just a truth, I believe. Okay? Listen, listen, you got to get this. You can be 100% right on everything you believe and still be an, eternal, an eternity away from biblical faith. Let me, let me tell you again. You can be 100% right on all you believe and still be an eternity away from biblical faith and still die and not go to heaven. What are you saying, Patrick? I'm saying you can be 100, Wesley, you can be 100% right on everything you believe and still die and not go to heaven. Amen? That's the truth, and I would not be fair to you if I didn't share you. Because here's the thing. Good doctrine. Oh, this is good. Good doctrine puts you into the company of demons. And the devil. What did James just say? He says, you say you believe in God? Well, good, the demons believe in God and they tremble. That's what good doctrine does. It brings you into the company of demons. The devil and demons believe in God, but you know what? They will not be in heaven. Amen. Real faith is more than just intellectual knowledge. Real faith is something that you do. It's making real, look at me for a minute, I'm going to tell you. Real faith is making a commitment to trust Jesus with your life. Real faith shows up in your lifestyle, in your choices, and in your friendships. 
Real faith is reflected in the things we do, the places we go, and the crowd we hang with. The faith that saves is a faith that changes you. Fake faith allows you to never change. Amen. Worship team, you can come on around. Number five. I want you to look with me in James chapter 2, verse 21 through 25. Don't you remember that our ancestor Abraham is shown to be right with God by his actions when he offered his son Isaac on the altar? You see, his faith and his actions work together his actions made his faith complete. So it happened, just as the scriptures say, Abraham believed God, and God counted his righteousness because of his faith. He was even called the friend of God. So you see, we're shown to be right with God by what we do, not by faith alone. Rahab the prostitute is another example. She was shown to be right with God by her actions when she hid those messengers and sent them safely away by a different road. So number five, here it is. Real faith is something that I do. Real faith is not something I just talk about. Real faith is not something that's just an idea to debate or argue. Real faith is not just a truth I believe. Because you see, the demons know the truth. And they know where they're going to end up, amen. So real faith is not just a truth that I believe. Real faith is getting involved in the needs of others. Real faith is following God when you don't know where you're going. an action word. Amen? Our, listen, listen. Look at me for a minute. I don't, want you to be, I don't want you to be confused this morning. Our faith is not determined by what we do. Saving faith is not determined by what we do. Ephesians chapter 2 says this, God saved you by his grace when you believed and you can't take credit for this. It is a gift from God. Salvation is not a reward for good things we have done, so none of us can boast about it. So our faith is not determined by what we do, but it is demonstrated by what we do. And there is no way you can have the real faith that saves you James chapter 2. And we're closing with this one verse, verse 26. Just as the body is dead without breath, so also faith is dead without good works.